I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello and welcome to another episode of Loose Units, Loose Ends, the weekly quarantine spin-off of Loose Units where Dad and I have a bit of a cheeky phone call to keep you company during the quarantine. Dad, how are you doing? Really good, how are you? I'm great. Am I speaking quickly? <laughs> yeah, yes, a little bit quickly. Do you know yeah. why? Why? Because I've been on the road all day. Really? And now I've just come home and for those listeners that don't know, I do fast, only 20 hours a day because I'm an extremist. And I've just yes. had a, uh, a a massive coffee. You've had a caffeine suppository by the sounds of it. Yep. So, yep. right up the cracker. Pretty full on. Obviously, this week, you and I have been talking a lot on the phone because something really, really big has happened. Massive. And, and uh, would you like to clue listeners in as to what it is? Well, it's about your second book. My second book? Is that B-O-O-K? He mustn't say book. People will be confused. Okay. No, my book. Will, second yeah. book. Amazing. So, yeah. it's, I don't know what to say. Well, this whole podcast started because I wrote a book based on things that you went through as a cop. And then the podcast is basically, you know, it's like listening to the interview sessions for the book. But Penguin said yes to a second book, and it's called Electric Blue. And Mm. it's out this Father's Day, and it is the most ambitious, weird, off-the-wall thing I've ever done in my life. And, you know, it's, it's based on the stories that they may have heard from the podcast. It's got cases that they wouldn't have heard, but also it's got some really, frankly, weird shit in it. Now, Dad, you've read some. What I love was, it. What did you like about I'm it? I'm so excited. Why? How many, how many are we allowed to tell the listeners how many pages? Uh, or not? It's, it's longer than the last one. I will say that much. But mm. I, there's a lot of people who want to listen to it in audiobook form. Now, I, yeah. without spoiling anything, I genuinely think that you should give the physical copy a crack first, or a Kindle. Mm. But there, there's going to be something in this book, in the last 100 pages or so, and I can't spoil it for you, that will really benefit from being able to flip around a little mm, bit. Definitely. So, well, I, it's, it's very difficult for me to talk about the book without not talking about the last 100 pages, which I won't, but that's pretty... It, it's, it's sort of... It reminds me a little bit of the, uh, of the people like Burke and Wills, and oh shit, not Burke and Wills. Who was it? Blackstone, Lawson, and Wentworth, who went over oh. the Blue Mountains and discovered the Western Plains. Right. It's a bit like you with this book. In, in the, well, I mean, <laughs> it's 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 basically uncharted territory. Well, yeah. What you've managed to do and how you got permission to do it from Penguin is is just ex- exceptionally uh, 
amazing and really good of them to uh, to allow you to do what we're not to talk about. The only way you're going to find out about it is to buy the book. It's to buy the bloody book. And um, and get into it. It's, it's, it's a cracker. What is it like for you to sit down and, you know, because last time when Loose Units came out, you know, we sent you a copy. And what was it like to read the book version of your adventures? It was incredible. Well, there's actually uh, a video of me unwrapping the, uh, the book you sent me. Yes, there is. There and is. It, was, uh, it was all filmed and it was exciting. Um, are we allowed to mention that you... Uh, can we talk about the who's illustrating the book? Oh, yeah. There's a couple of drawings. Are we allowed drawing- to say? Uh, yeah, you can do that. Well, Paul, uh, Paul, and for the listeners that may or probably don't know this, is that Paul is a gifted illustrator. Uh, that's He got that on my side of the family. Yes, naturally. Even though I can't even draw a stick figure. It skips generations. It's like male pattern baldness, which has thankfully skipped us both as well. But mm. yeah, I, I do love... I've been drawing since I was a kid, so but, I asked Penguin yeah. if I could illustrate the book. Well, I remember when you were at um, university, you... Uh, wrote, directed, and produced quite a few plays, and mm. you, as a, as a as a gift for one of the plays, you did a caricature in in the Japanese manga style of the entire cast. And, oh, that's uh, right. That was phenomenal. So I you've, you've clearly that. got some talent. Under, oh, underline the word some. <laughs> well, it's been um, fun because I got to draw you in, you know, in kind of I got to draw you and put mm. you in the book. But but I think one of the great things for me about the process was getting to take stories that we talked through and things that happened to you and then basically giving them this fairly avant-garde Hollywood treatment. So I think if you have listened to the podcast and you're like, I know, I know, I know those cases. You, you don't like not the way they're written in the book. There is, they go in really weird, intense directions and, there's a lot of, I think, really fun liberties taken. But also, uh, the book has Dad and I in the present day as well. So if you like listening to us, you get to kind of have this version of us in the book as well. Does that it's make really, sense? It's really, it's clever. There's no doubt about it. Thanks, Dad. And judging by the uh, early interest, I think it's going to uh, to be good. We're just genuinely excited about something that's about to happen. Well, I, that is absolutely... It's like getting excited about Christmas. Yeah, it is Christmas. And every couple of years, Paulie pops a new book out. And this is my second book. And it's a real privilege to be able to get to do another book. And how many, Dad, I got to ask, how many, how many dads do you think have had their sons write books about them? It's not. I don't know. I don't know any. But I'm Mind just... you, I don't know many people. Cause I'm, <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, personally, I don't. I sure. feel as though it's the loose units, uh, particularly on Instagram and Mm. And Facebook, I think it's like a family, and we're very we're a very tight bunch, and we've got a really really wonderful group of listeners and readers. Mm. What I would ask everyone to do, and this is a genuine appeal, I don't often ask uh, things of loose units listeners, but here's how the book industry works: if pre-sales go through the roof, the publisher absolutely, basically, they just go twice as hard pushing the book. It gets on a bestseller list ahead of time. It gets put in more stores. It, it, it basically goes global. So what I'm asking you to do, what Dad and I would really love it if you did, is if you go to penguin.com.au or alternatively, you can just call your local bookstore and just basically pre-order the book. And if you have friends, pre-order it for them. Get everyone you know to basically just flood people with pre-orders all over. Go local, go online. Because if we can get this book trending, if we can get this book pre-sold really hard, it's going to turn into a bestseller. And I don't mean to bury the lead here, but if this book becomes a bestseller, there'll be another book and another book. And Dad and I will tour to more places to do more book tours and we'll do more live shows. And there's all these great secret projects we've got in the works which will really, really, really get much bigger and much better mm. if this book goes nuclear. Dad, do you want to barrel the camera? What's barrel the camera mean? 
Well, you're meant to imagine a camera, oh, right? Okay. Like, yep. yeah. Where, where's the camera? It's uh, to your left. Oh, oh, there it is. Yep. Um, <laughs> look, it's surreal for me because the caricature, you've actually done drawings of me. Yeah. Which is, and, and you've always done cartoons of me. Have I posted the picture of you as an astronaut on the Facebook page? Because we should organise that. I think oh, that'd be pe- great. I think that'd people would like that. Um, but look, there's nothing better than... The only time that I ever actually read a proper book mm. is when I'm on holidays. Uh, and I just absolutely get into it. Um, it's Because there's something great about carrying the book with you. Mm. And what I do is that's probably sacrilege for a lot of book readers is that I actually fold the top of the corner of the page off over. That, that's my spot. It's, it's, it's exciting. I can't wait to actually get the actual physical book. I, I, I'm, look, it's weird. I mean, to have one book about your stories is... is it's weird. Is, I think it's quite rare and exceptional. Yeah. But to have two... I mean, think about Penguin actually agreeing to a second... I mean, they must really, really think this is... They, they obviously believe in you and they and I think they're pretty excited about the stories. Do you know one um, of the reasons they said yes to the second book and it's because of our listeners. Like mm-hmm. you listeners, your interest and your subscribing to the show and every week all of you downloading the show, that is what got this book over the line. So this book actually happened because of you. And here's, a, here's an absolute fact. If every one of you listeners, and there's a lot of you out there all over the world, if every single one of you listeners bought this book... Uh, we would be on, I'm not going to say Dan Brown levels of bestseller lists, but we would be an, like a global bestseller. You can actually, you have the power in your hands right now to pick up your phone, get online and just grab the book, pre-order it. And it, like, dad, we could be on the best, we could be on the fucking New York Times bestseller list if our listeners get this book. Would How I great get to meet o- Oprah Winfrey? Well, you can meet Oprah Winfrey if you like. Do you think we could be on her Book of the Month Club? Or? Yeah, definitely a Book of the Month. Yep, love it. Yeah, great. With Obama and people like that. Again, to refer, as you did, to the, the wonderful people that make up this whole community, mm. the people that come to the shows, the people that, you know, just those great, amazing people that make a really big effort. And to see them all there at these shows, and I think when Penguin saw that, I think they were actually quite shocked. Because, you know, we're, we're really... It's been... Look, if you, if you start from woe to go, it's, it's, it's been some years in the making, hasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. This has been a serious labour of love, and it's taken a lot of effort. But the one thing that the reason this exists is because we have listeners who listen every week and who download the show and recommend it to their friends and come out to our live shows and queue up for ages to meet us and it's just it's crazy but penguin saw that and went oh god what a what a slam dunk like how mm. can we not do this so yeah. it's the book is for you that's exciting so you think people should pre-order the book right now yep right now is there a phone number or no, there's no phone number. They just got to go, if you go to penguin.com.au and search for Electric Blue, or you can go to our Facebook page, or there's heaps of ways to do it. Um, oh, Mum pre-ordered a copy, which is nice. She did last night. Isn't that lovely? So sweet. She bought it for her her Mother's Day. Oh, I was going to send her for one. Herself. Oh God, She's what very a pre- sweet. She's in the book. I, I'm sorry for not mentioning this, but Mum's in the book, and I mean like in the book. It's not like last time where she was mentioned. We actually do cases from her time as a cop so if you enjoyed the mum episodes god you're in for a treat i'm mm. so excited about well, this book that, that term you're in for a treat that's actually my it's my little phrase yeah well we're gonna have to copyright a bunch of stuff that you say the cover's incredible the artwork is the color the colorway is just incredible i mean there, there's a lot we can't talk about there is there's so one, many things so i kind of feel as though i'm talking <laughs> with something like i feel as though i'm talking underwater with a bunch with my mouth full of marbles well, uh, mm. 
in that it's difficult because there are so many things because as the listener knows and I've said it ad nauseum ad whatever whatever Latin phrase I can come up with Louis Secundus second to none uh, I don't want to blow it in terms of I don't want to give any spoilers for the incredible book it's a great yarn I the writing is just you are you are you're a wonderful writer thanks obviously I find your from the minute I got the first book and I started reading it was just so it was like not only was it like being there but it was almost believe it or not listeners better than being there because you painted such an incredible i mean it was just exciting in it and i found it really difficult to put down and it goes in some weird weird directions this book really does go off the beaten path a lot there's stuff in there that dad you know i can't oh god i want to spoil some stuff we can't we can't can't. and that's why that's why i'm being a little bit restrained paul and it's important because i i don't want to put my foot in it i respect that i really appreciate you know i i mean i know I know to a degree. I mean, I haven't read the book yet and I'm dying to, but, you know, there are some things in there that are pretty cutting edge in so far as your techniques uh, and, and what sort of artistic license you've been given by Penguin, which mm. is pretty unprecedented. It's, I think you're yeah. really, really, I think this is going to be, for the listeners, quite surprising. Oh, thanks, Dad. That's I'm all I can so say. I, mean, I can't, you know, I'm, <laughs> like I said, I'm talking with the gag. Yep, marbles. You got the marbles in. Well, look, we're going to wrap up this chat about Electric Blue, but we are not kidding. We can make it onto the bestseller charts. So all you have to do is pre-order the book. It's super easy. Call your local bookstore, bug them, get the book pre-ordered, or alternatively, you can go onto, I think, pretty much every online bookstore. You can go to Agnes and Robertson. You can go to Demix. You can go to and Booktopia. what about people overseas, Paul? What about uh, all our fans in Japan and, and, they can, and they Europe? Can, and... They can get it on Amazon, but if they go to penguin.com.au and search for Electric Blue, the mm. page will come up, and there's a whole whole bunch of different pre-order links you can pre-order it on kindle you can pre-order the audiobook you can pre- god you can just pre-order all different versions so you're of going it. to do an audiobook yeah and let me tell you something dad given the high concept bullshit that i've woven through this book and the liberties i've taken it is going to be an ordeal getting the audiobook done but penguin is pretty confident they can make it work mm. um if we say any more we're going to blow it so let's make this a bestseller guys let's let's really push the boat out on this one Sounds electric wonderful. blue out Father's Day this year. Awesome. Uh, Thanks, Mark. Now what we're going to do is many people who follow Loose Units on Facebook will know that uh, Tegan and I had, I say had, a uh, car until oh, about 36 hours ago and something terrible happened to it. But seeing as how, as we've established, I don't drive and Tegan does, we're going to get Tegan in as a special guest on this episode of Loose Ends to talk about what happened to our car and we'll talk about it with Dad, who dealt with a lot of car things. I don't want to spoil anything. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go get taken right now, okay? So Can I just say at this juncture that I love technology? It's good, isn't it? Yeah, it's amazing. Are you, you were, recording, Paul? Yeah, you were complaining that your microphone didn't work before. You were swearing well, up a storm. Well, that's because I didn't plug the little thing in. <laughs> that's right. For a few minutes, Dad was swearing until he was blue in the mouth. And it turns out he just hadn't pushed the little thing mm, in. But that, you know, I won't make that mistake again. No. no. I'll make another type of mistake. Different, a different, new, unique, better mistake. Mm. So, a couple of nights ago, what? How many nights ago, Tegan? Uh, this was on Monday night, so three nights ago. My phone went off really late, mm. and I obviously thought, well, there's obviously been a death in the family. Sure. Uh, and it was Paul. Yep. But you did sound very calm. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juvederm.com. Well, yeah, the honest truth is there had been a death in the family. My yeah. car died. It died a horrible death at well, the hands of a stranger. If 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 you regard that as a family member, I would say that it is the illegitimate child that <laughs> needed to be put down. It was my car though, and the problem with me is that I really enjoy driving. I'm a very good driver. But in this financial bracket that we're in, I really couldn't give a shit about the cars on offer. One day, I'm going to have money to start buying the cars that I think about a lot of the time. And then, then I'll be excited about cars. But right now, it's, you know, I want that thing that gets from A to B and doesn't explode. That's kind of Mm -hmm. what I'm interested in. But there's been an added complication with my car for the past, gosh, quite a few months which is that next to the apartment building Paul and I live in, I'm not sure if he's mentioned this in the past, but there is a huge construction project going on. And for some reason that we do not approve of, the guy that owns our apartment building gave the construction site access to our driveway. So on a very, very regular basis, we get blocked in, our cars get blocked in because delivery trucks are there or cement is being laid or or tradies just decide to park at the mouth of the driveway and leave for a while. It's been an ongoing source of frustration. But occasionally they'll let us know when these deliveries are coming. So on Monday night, about a couple of hours uh, before we were starting to wind down, I said to Paul, oh, my God, I've got to move the car out and park it on the street because tomorrow they're blocking off the driveway and I've got work tomorrow. I had a job that came through. So being responsible, I set this alarm on my phone, moved the car, and a short while later we've just heard this almighty bang. And because the streets are so quiet in Turak at the moment, mm. like it echoed down the street. And what's really interesting is Paul looked out the window and I looked out the window and I went, 
Oh, no, someone's had a car accident. Oh, that's so sad. And Paul went, hang on, isn't that your car? And then I went, motherfucker! And we have run out of the house, run to the front. And fortunately, thank God, the guy that was driving this other car was absolutely fine. Not a scratch on him. I checked. I was like, is your neck okay? Is your head feeling sore? Like, do you need water? And he's like, no, 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 I'm fine. So then Paul and I asked him, we said, what, what happened? Like, how did this happen? And it, it didn't, he didn't just nick the car. Like, he ripped off the mm-hmm. whole back tire. I can't even imagine the speed. Mm. And um, he started coming up with this really interesting story about there being a truck and the truck had braked, and so he'd had to swerve around the truck, and none of it made sense. No, nah, it's all We bullshit. heard no screeching brake noises, nah. let alone two sets. There were no brake, um, brake or tire tracks on the nah. on the um, road. There's no one on the road. No, the roads are empty. He hit our car and actually hit it so hard that he pushed it for a stop and a half. Mm. Into I saw a it. It was a, it was a serious accident. Imagine yeah. if you and had so been getting out of the car after you'd parked it. Yeah, uh, you'd be dead. You'd. Yeah, you wouldn't survive. Very, very. Dangerous. I mean, any, any accident that can tear a wheel off a car is uh, is, is very impressive. He yeah. kept he kept mentioning this story of the truck a little bit, and then uh, somebody responsible. I don't remember who it was. There are a lot of people out on the street circling because it was the most exciting thing that's happened in our lives in about three months. Mm. And somebody called the police, and we just saw the police rocking up. And I said to this lovely young man, I said, "Hey, if that truck story is real." I'm really sorry that that happened. That must have been really scary for you. Uh, if it's not, I'm just going to let you know that the construction site next door has security oh, cameras brilliant. all over it. Good and call. they are in operation. So if it didn't happen, you might want to stop saying it now. And surprise, surprise, the truck was never mentioned again. Wow. It just disappeared. Tegan, <laughs> that's really clever. That's it, that's really it, shrewd of you. Isn't that clever? And you know what's great is the uh, the tow truck guys who came along, he looked at our car and said, oh, this one's going to car heaven. And I was just so tickled at the notion of car heaven. And another weird thing happened. Because you and I talk about the police so much, we just sort of settled into this weird, bantery, podcasty mode with the cops. And we're just riffing with them. And at one point, I looked at his uniform and I'm like, what is that? Um, what's that uniform? What is that? You, you specifically said, what's that fabric? And he said, <laughs> and, and he thought, because he saw a boy talking about the cop stuff, he pulled like the vest off and goes, oh, it's just Velcro, like his cool gun vest. I go, no, no, underneath it. Is that a Henley? Is that is that Navy? And he was so confused by my interest in his fashion choices. Um, but it was a really weird night everyone from the building poured out everyone rallied around us and right now obviously you know we're we're looking for a freaking car oh, mm. it's so boring I'm, i just oh i, I was know, at, we were at a car dealership today and it's so boring i'm quite serious if anybody's selling a car reach out this is not a, this is not an idle offer i it, cannot be bothered if there are any listeners in victoria who are selling a car an auto please actually uh get in touch on the facebook page because we mm. are in the market baby and i take it the offending driver was um he was insured. He was. Uh, we were both insured. And I think that Paul and I, we both agreed. Of course, it's frustrating. It's not the sort of thing that you want to have happen, especially in this time when, you know, there's not a lot of work going around. Mm. But if anyone had been hurt, this would go from being a slightly irksome story to something mm. deeply and traumatic. Did they, so did they put him on the breathalyzer? Yeah, and I believe he was okay. I think Great. the general consensus is that he was on his phone. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. Well, not fantastic that he was on the phone, but you wouldn't want him to be intoxicated because that creates all sorts of dramas for, for the insurance. I know. And, I mean, and they'll just point... wipe him. And the police were nice, I take it? 
They were great. They were really great. In fact, um, Tegan and I went to Paran Police Station, you know, like a, about a year back, and we went in to hand our paperwork over for our intention to marry, and there was this police officer there. What was his surname? Hasselbacker. Hasselbacker. Mm. This week on Hasselbacker. And basically, Hasselbacker, who was the handsomest man I've ever he seen. So beautiful. He was beautiful, and he had this amazing, like, almost waxed vintage moustache, and he made fun of me for not filling the format correctly, but he was very charming and very friendly, and so we naturally thought, all right, these cops are locals. And Tegan's like, how's Hasselbacker? And he goes, oh, he's, uh, he's, he's, um, he moved been, on. He moved on. He's been reassigned, but he's a really nice guy. And suddenly we had an in. So mm. I just wanted to say one other thing about the police, which I found, you know, interesting, upsetting. You know, I'm sure, John, this is something that you can relate to a lot. I said, have you guys been busy during Corona or is it actually quiet now because everybody's stuck inside? And the officer said, it is a little bit quiet, but um, quieter, but unfortunately the sort of stuff we're dealing with now is heightened cases of mental health issues and domestic violence, mm. which That's is just shame. really sad to have that. You know, I think there's been a lot of talk about that in the media and everybody's secretly assumed that that was happening, hearing the police say it. It's, well, it's just well Tegan, nice and- it also should be noted that across the world, the incidents where police officers um, are most likely to be uh, shot or stabbed fatally are domestics. Oh, wow. Really? Just what happens is um, in a general domestic uh, situation where, for example, and there are lots of combinations, but I will use the combination of the majority of domestics, husband beats partner. Um, this is the example I'm using. And she, in turn, hates man. It's a shit fight. But what happens is, quite often and police will attest to this, is that the police rock up and all of a sudden, not all the time, but quite often then, partner takes side of the basher, the aggressor, because they then become a common enemy towards, they vent, this weird thing happens and then they both hate the police because they feel that, well, what are you doing here? None of your business. Domestics are are a really sad thing and and factually, um, because people are in confined spaces during this time, uh, you know, tensions... Tensions build and uh, and think about those poor uh, police having to go into these bloody scary situations. Yeah, um, absolutely. And there was a sense of real fatigue uh, in this officer when he was talking about it. There was just something really sad there. But overall, they were just really lovely, lovely people. And I did just want to share one more story, which is that, you know, I feel like loose units listeners have a pretty good idea of who Paul is as a person. Now I read the comments on Facebook. I feel like you get him. So today before we went uh, to this first car yard to just start having a look, see what's out there, we established a little bit of a game plan. And I said to Paul, feel free. I mean, you know, all the listeners know that you don't drive, but the people at the car yard don't. So feel free to lead the conversation. Therefore, Paul started trying to adopt a character that was more blokey and he felt would be more suitable to buying a car, which involved him humming ACDC and talking about how incompatible he and I were because, like, women are from Mars, right, blokes? <laughs> and it was great. Yeah, I was like, hey, uh, hey, mate, listen, me and the missus need a new vehicle. Um, the diff and the chassis are fucking short. <laughs> and I have no idea what cars are made of. As far as I'm concerned, they're fucking magical metal dragons that float along on wings of gossamer. And Tegan is just... I wore double denim. I went hard, Dad. You would have been That's very great. proud. Did it work? No. No, it didn't work. <laughs> Otherwise, we'd be asking for a car from the from the, uh, from the Lucianist <laughs> listeners. But listen, if there are any Lucianist listeners who don't mind that I'm a weird, churlish fop who doesn't know what a diff or a chassis are, are they even parts of cars? Yes, yeah. Well, there's maybe parts of carriages. Um, yeah, then please do. Please do hit us up. Also, Tegan, you've been around for you know uh, the past 
God, well, you know, many, many years of my life. But <laughs> I thought you were just of my life. Girl. Jesus. God, she's been around the block a few times. Oh, the missus has been around the block a few times. Oh. Oh, get off my case, woman. <laughs> but Tegan, obviously, you've been around for the development of this book. What, what, what were your first thoughts when you saw the artwork for Electric Blue drop a few days ago? Oh, I was really excited. I love it. It's blue. It's pink. It's very exciting. I feel like it's, it's – I mean, I've had a sneak preview at the contents of this book, so mm. I think it's thematically on point. And it is um, – yeah, it's really beautiful. I'm excited to start – putting them in people's hands. And you pre-ordered one. I did pre-order one, and then I found out that I used the wrong credit card number and the order bounced. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to have to order it again. I think that's about all the time we have for this week's episode of Loose Ends. The request for a car wasn't a joke. That's serious. So if you want to hop on our Facebook page, and if you're in Victoria and you want to get rid of a car, um, please hit us up because... We are walking everywhere now. Looking for something that's done under 100,000 Ks, preferably no older than 2014. I drive order and, um, you know, sporty, chic, cute. Tegan, Tegan, do you drive manual as well? (laughs) No, Tegan doesn't drive manual, no. no. Okay, cool. I I, I had an accident when I was younger um, because I drove a car into a wall. Hey, and that was when I was driving manual. So after that, Dad had that mentality of going... Mm. Just get back in a car as quickly as you yeah, can. Literally yeah. get your license. Good idea. Or else you'll Good idea. Re- yeah. And um, I just didn't go manual again after that. Mm. Tegan, um, I've enjoyed having you on the program. It's been lovely. It's a real um, honor. And it's always, you know, it's lovely because I get to see this, you know, this series going out and I occasionally get to chime in and hear what people are saying on Facebook. But um, it's also just really nice because everybody's so lovely and your audience is, is really special. Very I know. Unique. They're just... They're just wonderful. To think that all this has come about because Paul years ago said, Dad, how about, um, you know, I write a book about your time in the police force. And I said, well, I don't think there are enough stories, Paul. (laughs) And now we're talking second book and second year Mm -hmm. of podcasts and multiple live shows. So I was on uh, the beach, as everyone knows, that follows my Instagram my photos and I take a try and get a shot at uh, Queenscliff Beach in the mornings and yesterday morning I bumped into uh, this guy that I know and he looked at me and he said and I just I, I he said to me he said um, are all those st- stories for real and I just looked at him and I said of course they are I said you can't make this shit up anyway. also yeah I'll just say occasionally um you know, Paul will show me a message or two that gets sent privately to either you, John, or him. Just, you know, people in the emergency services sharing their experiences. And every week, my respect levels go up. You know, mm. every time I think I cannot respect the emergency services in this country more, I find out that I can. And they also mm. make us cry regularly. Oh my God. I mean, I, guess... I got therapy when I was younger because my grandparents weren't nice to me. I just can't even imagine the the wreck of a human being I would be if I had endured, you know. And also, um, for the listeners and for Paul and Tegan, next Monday when we do our um, episode, I've got some uh, some really, really, really fucked up stories from the fire brigade. That uh, you haven't heard, Paul, that are uh, so bad. I'm very excited. Well, look, thank you, really, thank you so much, everyone, for listening to another episode of Loose Ends. Thank you to Tegan Higginbotham, my, my wife. Thank you to John Verhoeven, my dad. Oh, and Paul, can I just say one other thing that is really important? You, yeah. Do you know that I once tried to write a book? No. I, th- I, I once got you to illustrate for me um, 
Do the listeners know what a saveloy is? Oh, Christ, it's this whole thing again. No, no, it's really important because I want to say this. It's so difficult to write a book. I, I, people think they can write a book. Every second person you meet, oh, I'm going to write a book. No, you're not because it ain't, it ain't happening. But the thing is, I actually did want to write a book about a, a saveloy, which is everyone or maybe no one knows is a, is a small sausage, and you actually did the most beautiful caricature. Do you remember? I do remember, yes. And the thing is, Paul, that I, in earnest, thank you for doing that beautiful caricature of this. His name was Bertie Savaloy, and he was, a sausage, a private, yeah. he was a private investigator. I'll draw him again. I'll no, do no, it no, again. We, you don't need to. Well, you can if you want to, but here's the funny thing, and this is really important. I, I need to share this with all the listeners, uh-huh. is that um, what happened was Bertie, <laughs> he went to a dance, and he was tiny, obviously. He was the only Savaloy at the dance. And he fell off the... He, he saw this beautiful girl that was an actual proper-sized human, but he fell off the table and someone squashed him. And I realised then that I couldn't proceed with the story because he was dead. Oh, you killed him? Yeah. I killed him in the first page. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm going to do as a treat, Dad? As a treat? Because I remember how to draw him still. I'm going to draw a Bertie Savaloy. I'm going to post him on the Facebook That'd page. That'd be lovely because he had okay. little shoes. He was he had a, a little weird thing. You know, they tie the sausage off at the top. Yeah, a little tie like thing. A little, a little yeah, tie thing. He was great. I mean, the, 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 I think I'm really, 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 really chuffed that you said something that no one has said, and that is that writing books is fucking hard. No, it, it is. Takes, it's a nightmare. Oh, my and God. Just, and it takes so look, much time. I tip and, my head. It requires a level of self-discipline. Which I don't is, have, you know. Outside and, of outside of loose units, I struggle to focus on things. This Paul, is the only you're thing amazing, I, and I, I, if I was wearing a hat, I'd be tipping it to you right now. Just tip that weird knot at the top of your head. Just give it a bend. All, All right, right well, love you, mate. Keep me in the loop. Love you, Dad. Talk soon, okay? All right, chat later. And bye, listeners. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.